Welcome to Treasures from the Bible. I'm Peanut. Come on and join my friends Joey, Lizzie, and Rudy for another adventure in God's Word. Though I live most of my early years here in New Garden, its swamps still remind me of Mo when I first heard his voice carrying over the river close by. Is that how it was that one summer evening when you were seven years old, Rudy? When you were visiting the graveyard where your parents are buried near their marshes? Peanut, Rudy's only 12. You talk as if Rudy was all grown up. It was no different that night, Peanut. I never really knew my parents, so I could only read their names on the tombstones. Rudyard and Eleanor Trapp. Rudyard is my name, too, but when I was learning to talk, I could not pronounce it, so I made it into Rudy. I would have cried if I were you, Rudy. We all know that, Lizzie. As I tried desperately to remember my parents, I did cry. Suddenly, a terrible voice cried, Stop your noise, or you'll be sorry. Was that the voice of Mo, Rudy? Yep. Mo appeared from among the graves and grabbed my shoulder and put his hand over my mouth with a hard grip. He was dressed in rough black clothes with an iron band clamped around one leg. You must have been so scared, Rudy. What did you say? I pleaded with Mo and said, Please, sir, don't hurt me. Please don't. Then what did Mo say? Lizzie, Mo asked me my name and where I lived and who my parents were. What did you tell Mo? I managed to say my name is Rudy. My parents are in those graves, and I live with Mr. and Mrs. G. They've adopted me as their grandchild. Then what happened, Rudy? Peanut, Mo replied, Adopted, eh? Looking down at his leg, suddenly, Mo turned me upside down and emptied my pockets. My heart was pounding so hard, I thought it would jump out of my body. Mo knows you well, Rudy. He knew you would have food in your pockets. Yep, Lizzie. A few jelly beans and a lollipop were all I had in them. Putting me right side up on top of a high tombstone, he crammed the jelly beans and the lollipop in his mouth and ate it hungrily. Poor old Mo. He must have been starved. Yeah. Mo told me he was going through a food crisis. What happened next, Rudy? Mo stamped up and down to warm himself. Then I remembered I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in my backpack, so I gave that to Mo too. What did Mo do then, Rudy? With a shivering hand, Mo began to cram down the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Then, wiping his mouth with the back of his hand, Mo said, <laughs> Very thoughtful for a <our> boy. 
Keep going, Rudy. Then what happened? At that moment, Mr. and Mrs. G arrived. The G's must have been really worried. Good thing you told them where you were going. They were worried because the radio had announced that Mo had escaped from the New Garden prison. They called 911, and the New Garden police captured Mo. Wake up, Rudy! No, no, I didn't do it. It was Mo's fault. You're dreaming. Wake up! You're late. You overslept. It's time for Grandpa's Bible study. Huh? What? Grandma? Was Mo? Did they catch him? Mo? Silly boy! You must have been talking to Peanut about Mo and Joe, and you had a nightmare about them. Hurry! Grandpa's about to start downstairs. Hi, Hi Mr. G. G. Hi, kids. Come on in. You're a little early, though. Where's Mrs. G? I think she's at the store. She was going to make a healthy apricot crunch dessert, I think, and serve it with some low sugar ice cream. <laughs> no ice cream. Mr. G said ice cream, not mice cream. Mice cream? Wait a minute. I thought you named him Mr. Cat. I did, Mr. G. But remember, we asked the boys and girls listening at home to think of a name for Mr. Cat. That's right. Now I remember. Mice cream was the suggestion of a boy in New Jersey, whose name is Joshua. So we chose that. Thanks, Joshua. Well, I think mice cream is a super name. Can I read the verse, Grandpa? Sure, go ahead. Do you have your Bible? Oops, I forgot it upstairs. I'll run up and get it. Rudy, wait! Don't run! I have an ex. Oh no! Too late. The kitchen floor is wet. Ouch! Oh no! Are you okay, Rudy? Yeah, I think so. Did Mrs. G's vase of flowers break? Uh, well, you see, uh, yes. I'm sorry, Grandpa. Rudy, please try to be more careful. When Mrs. G comes back, you'll have to tell her. What are we going to talk about today, Mr. G? Today, Lizzie, we're going to talk about the famine of Elijah's day. What's a famine, Mr. G? A famine is a food shortage, Lizzie. I had a nightmare about that, and all of you were there, and Mo was hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like some dream, Rudy. Uh, Joey, will you read First Kings seventeen one? Sure. First Kings seventeen verse one. And Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, said unto Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel liveth, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years. But according to my word, this famine happened in Israel. Israel, when? It happened when a wicked king named Ahab was reigning over Israel. He was married to a very wicked woman whose name was Jezebel. How long did the famine last, Mister G? Peanut, the Bible says that this famine lasted for three years and six months. We learn this in James five seventeen and eighteen. 
Would you read that for us? Okay. Elias was a man subject to like passions, as we are. And he prayed earnestly that it might not rain, and it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth brought forth her fruit. Mr. G, why was there no rain? Joy, there was no rain so that the crops could not grow, resulting in a famine. Mr. G, why did this famine happen? Joy, this happened as a result of great wickedness. Deuteronomy 11, 13 through 17 tells how God will shut up heaven so that there will be no rain if the people began to worship other gods and act in a wicked way. Can you read that, Peanut? Sure. And it shall come to pass, if ye shall hearken diligently unto my commandments, which I command you this day, to love the Lord your God, and to serve him with all your heart and with all your soul, that I will give you the rain of your land in his due season, the first rain and the latter rain, that thou mayest gather in the corn and thy wine and thine oil, and I will send grass in thy fields for thy cattle, that thou mayest eat and be full. Take heed to yourselves that your heart be not deceived, and ye turn aside and serve other gods and worship them. And then the Lord's wrath be kindled against you, and he shut up the heaven, that there be no rain, and that the land yield not her fruit. And lest ye perish quickly from off the good land which the Lord giveth you. Mr. G, did it start to rain again? Yes, Lizzie. This famine of rain stopped after Elijah called down fire from heaven, that consumed the bullock on the altar and the altar itself. Mr. G, did the famine come to an end? Yes, Joy, the famine came to an end. Following this event and the killing of the prophets of Baal, the famine came to an end as a great rain began to fall. Where did this happen, Mr. G? This happened on Mount Carmel when Elijah challenged the 450 prophets of Baal, who were false prophets, to call down fire from heaven. But why did God bring fire from heaven? Fire from heaven is a picture of God bringing judgment. The 450 false prophets of Baal, who were agents of Satan, could not bring judgment. If Satan's agents can't bring judgment, who can? Rudy, only God can bring judgment. The bullock was a picture of Christ, who came under the judgment of God for our sins. This event was actually a representation of what would happen when Christ went to the cross. I don't get what you're saying, Mr. G. Can you explain to me, please? Lizzie, Christ represented by the bullock and the altar came under the anger of God because he had been laden with all the sins of those he came to save. Mr. G., what about the 450 prophets of Baal? Joey, the 450 prophets of Baal, remember they're false prophets, were killed by Elijah to symbolize the fact that Satan was defeated by the death and resurrection of Christ. Mr. G, when did judgment come on Satan? That's a good question. It was at the cross that judgment came on Satan, Peanut. Mr. G, why did the famine last for three and a half years? Well, Lizzie, the three and a half years of famine 
which happened just before the killing of the 450 prophets on Mount Carmel, symbolizes the three and a half years during which the Lord Jesus preached when he was on this earth. I don't get it, Mr. G. What did the famine of Elijah's day have to do with the time when Jesus preached? Lizzie, during the time Jesus preached, hardly anyone became saved. There was a great spiritual famine of hearing the word of God, like we read about in Amos 8, 11 through 12. And there it says, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord God, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. And they shall wander from sea to sea, and from the north even to the east. They shall run to and fro to seek the word of the Lord, and shall not find it. Honey, I'm home. Hi, honey. We just finished our Bible lesson. Mr. G., We forgot about our memory verse. I'll have the dessert put together by the time you finish your memory verse. Oh, you're right. Rudy, will you read the memory verse for us? Okay. Acts 7, 38. This is he that was in the church in the wilderness with the angel which spake to him in the Mount Sinai. This is that Moses which saith unto the children of Israel, A prophet shall the Lord your God raise up unto you, Of your brethren like unto me, him shall ye church in the wilderness with the angel, which spoke to him in the Mount Sinai, and with our fathers who received the lively oracle to give unto us. Well, boys and girls, we've come to the end of our program today. We hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions or comments, or if you would like a free audio CD, of any of these programs, please write to Treasures from the Bible in Care of Family Radio, Oakland, California, 94621, USA. Thanks for listening, and be sure and tune in next week when we'll learn something new from the Bible, God's Holy Word. Bye. May God richly bless you with His salvation.